You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome back to the Screeners Podcast. This is Daniel. This is Chad. I'm Chris. And I'm April. And we're joined by special guest, my brother Tyler Howitt, host of uh, the Geek Card Check Podcast, formerly known as the Next Trek Podcast, undergoing a little bit of a rebrand there, so look mm. out for that. It's going to be awesome. But tonight, we just have one thing on the agenda. We're going to be talking about Avengers Endgame. Before we dive in there, we want to remind you, as always, to follow us on social media, join in the conversation. We want to know what you thought of Avengers Endgame, as well as anything else that we talk about. Let us know who's right, who's wrong. Uh, we know you all saw it. Everybody who's listening to this podcast already saw it. Everybody who's not listening to the po- everybody in America and around the globe saw this movie. All right, so join the conversation with us. We want to hear from you. You can find us on Facebook, search the Screeners Podcast. Find us on Twitter, at ScreenersCast. And uh, you can even send us an email at ScreenersCast at gmail.com. All right, with that, let's dive into our main review tonight of Avengers Endgame. Thanos did exactly what he said he was going to do. He wiped out 50% of all living creatures. We lost. All of us. We lost friends. We lost family. We lost a part of ourselves. This is the fight of our lives. This is going to work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. Of course, Avengers has a massive cast, including Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Scarlett Johansson, and so, 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 so many other people uh, that I can't list them all. It's directed by Anthony and Joe Russo. Uh, It is kind of the culmination of this Infinity Saga that's been going on throughout all the 21 previous movies. This is the biggest movie in the world right now. It smashed all sorts of box office records. It made $1.2 billion dollars within five days Woo. think about that for just a second 1.2 billion in five days that is unbelievable uh broke yeah. domestic box office records uh smashed every one of them um and uh, it's on its way to chasing avatars all time highest grossing film we'll see if it can take it but in the meantime is it a good movie what do we think uh, for a little bit of recap from the Screeners podcast here, one of our own beloved screeners, Chris Farrell, uh, <laughs> we know him as a lover of loving things. He, I am. Uh, he loves blockbusters. He loves all these things, and th- that's all great. That's why we love him. And then this movie called Infinity War comes out, and it was Chris garbage. It was garbage. hates <laughs> this film. Well, the rest of the world, wait, for the most part, loves wait, it. Wait, I've been doing a podcast with you for a while. <laughs> I didn't know this. Yes. No? How did it's you not shocking, know? It's shocking, right? Wow. I was on, wasn't I on the podcast with you about this? I don't, maybe I blocked <laughs> you, it out of my mind because I thought, I don't tough. know if we can be... He calls it a co-host. series of scenes, not a movie. <laughs> it is. It is he, just a series of scenes. He'd rather watch uh, the hey, recently the released record, Hellboy. Um, 
the, the elements that make up a movie are called scenes. <laughs> So I bring all that up because I want to start with you, Chris, because I genuinely have no earthly idea what you will have thought of Avengers Endgame. Because typically, if it wasn't for your thoughts on Infinity War, this would be right up your alley. I think Chris is going to rave and love it. So, But now with your thoughts on Infinity War, I have no idea. So we're going to start with you. What do you think of the biggest movie in the world right now, Avengers Endgame? Yeah, you've built this up way too much. I feel like this has become a part of my persona now. This pressure, yeah. Yeah, no, it certainly is. Infinity War, for me, it just did not work. I never felt like there were stakes. I didn't really care about the characters. At the end of the movie, it felt like I knew exactly what was going to be happening in Endgame. And guess what? I did. Uh, Endgame... What happens in the plot of this film is not surprising on any level. I'm not going to ruin or spoil anything at this point in our discussion. Um, But, I mean, I think when we talked about in spoilers a year ago where we thought this movie was going to go, it did exactly what Mm. uh, we predicted, right? I mean, was was anybody surprised at what happened in this movie? I was. Really? but I loved how Mm -hmm. we got there. There were moments of surprise. Yeah, I mean, sure. I wouldn't say the whole thing was surprising, but there were definitely... Well, I'm just saying where we were going. Obviously, you know, the way they tell us, but the, the, the end point is not a surprise, um, uh, in, in my opinion, anyway. But I, what I will say uh, is that I love this movie so much. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, this movie was You're so, so stupid. Was You're not so, even allowed to like this movie. <laughs> it was so, was so spectacular. Um, I, I cried, I think, at least three times in this movie. I was astounded at how particularly... Here's what I'll say. Infinity War, I felt like, when I say a series of scenes, what I really mean is a bunch of action sequences that I never felt like were really connected, tied together, or really had much stake to in them. This movie was the exact opposite. The opening scene in this film is quiet, is subtle, um, and I'd say the first 20 to 30 minutes of this movie takes its time. Uh, they're building character. They're actually having conversations and I felt like the events of the first movie actually had weight in this movie. It wasn't like we just went ahead and we're going to start the next thing and, and move on. I, it, they really do take its time. There's a, there's a moment early in this movie where the entire theater gasped and was like, wait, what? What just happened? And from that point on, I had no realistic idea of how they were going to get to the end game of this movie. And that's what I enjoyed. This movie is funny. Uh, This movie is thrilling. It is heart-wrenching. It's exciting. It is everything you want in a big blockbuster huge tentpole movie and i've got a lot to say i want to that i want to talk about in 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 spoilers Mm. but all of the problems that i had in infinity war in game went ahead and just uh made everything made it better uh, in my opinion like i still think you could watch a 15-minute recap of Infinity War and be fine in Endgame. And Endgame is something that you need to watch from front to back. But Infinity War is just a setup. It's not even like... It just it, I, I just still doesn't work for me. But I, I think that Endgame does it, it, it pays off on the promise that I thought 
uh, Infinity Wars, War was going to be. So for me, yeah. Endgame is spectacular. Right. Um, there, I have major problems with it that I want to talk to you guys about. Like particularly, like in like the the main plot of this movie is really <laughs> dumb. Um, but as far as like an emotional enjoyment level, for me, it was you know it was on a ten. It was okay. it was really great. All right, and I should say uh, very clearly, uh, uh, Chris referenced it. We are sticking our thoughts to non-spoiler at first and then we're going to do a very extended spoiler full discussion of the film so we can really dive into it but for right now we're just doing our quick thoughts to let us let you guys know what we thought uh let's go to april uh april you weren't uh, on the show when we when infinity war came out so very briefly if you could tell us your thoughts on infinity war and then tell us what you thought of avengers endgame yeah so i loved infinity war i thought it was a great film so i totally disagree with um Chris there. Um, Everybody does. It's okay. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my life. Yeah. So I, yeah, I was very excited about this movie, how just based on Infinity War and how it ended and emotionally just had to prepare a little bit. Loved Infinity War. was super excited about this film. Endgame comes and I had my suspicions of what was going to happen and some of those things did, but I was actually very surprised on a few things that happened in the movie that I was just, I was actually very shocked and it's very rare to shock me in a film because I typically can predict things oftentimes. So I, I loved it. I think it's almost as perfect as you could make a film like that, just based on how many movies and loose ends and characters you have to tie together and bring endings or beginnings and all the different things that they had to do. I, I'm just I'm pretty much going to be fangirling this film because I just I loved it on an emotional level. So obviously there's right. there's some things that are issues, but I I loved it. Okay, all right. So that's two in the love column for Endgame. Uh, Tyler, let's go to you. What did you think of Endgame? I'm a third one in that love column. There it is. It is so good. I really. I loved Endgame. In fact, I went with a group of friends and uh, I kept leaning over to the to the person next to me and going just like oh my gosh i love this i love this movie like, and there might be some plot stuff to the, for the life of me right now i can't think of a single thing i had a problem with and that's and a that's, single <laughs> thing okay uh, oh there's what? Little, one Not or two small things one, one what things. okay one or two perfect small films things. small things i think we found the real fangirling <laughs> right here and, and that's fine and when once you guys start saying things you'll bring me you'll bring me down and and i'll be like don't yeah, let that's us bring fine. you down stand your ground um, <laughs> No, but there probably will be, but but emotionally, honestly, this is one of those those few movies for me where the emotion has way overpowered anything uh, anything that I might have a problem with in it. Um, I really think that Endgame um, completely redefines what epic is. I would I would and I have been comparing it to Return of the King, in in not mm-hmm. in perfection, but like in terms of like this is a movie you have to. I know this is getting ahead of ourselves. You have to see this in theaters. This is one, it is so huge and so intense and so big, and it's big on so many levels. It's the end of an era. Um, it's, it is 22 films into this saga we've been seeing. There has literally been nothing like that before in movies. It's as poignant as it is powerful. It is visually engaging. It's emotionally arresting. It is, for me, totally, totally satisfying on every level. Every level. Wow. All right. So uh, definitely a rave review there from Tyler. Chad, bring us down to earth a little bit. All right. Wow. What did you think? <laughs> bring us of down. Endgame. A little dose of reality here, people. <laughs> yeah, this let's movie go. 
is garbage. Yes, I'm, yes! Lies. <laughs> it's definitely not on the level of I have no problems with it because there are so many problems with this movie. <laughs> Absolutely. So many. And when we get into spoilers, we will talk about them. But we do live in a unique time in the, in the world, the cinematic world, because in order to truly and fully appreciate this film you do have to have experience with the previous 22 films in yeah. some way mm -hmm. and so if you i've seen a lot of things online where people are saying oh you can just see this by itself and it's still great i i, I reject that premise i do think that you could see this by itself and unlike infinity war because i am actually more on team chris than I am team rest of the world when it comes to Infinity War. I think Infinity War is really good. I'm not on the hate train like Chris is, but for me, Infinity War does certainly feel empty because I don't think it stands alone solidly as a film because it is so clearly setting up part two of the story. Now that said, I think it's really challenging what the Russo brothers face to try and land a 22 film arc in, in five hours, mm -hmm. essentially what we get in the, in the infinity gauntlet series and, or saga, I should say, I do agree with Tyler about the epic nature of this film. And because of that, I was really intrigued with the amount of time that is spent in this movie without any significant action beats. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I disagree with Chris a little bit where he, he said he felt like the first 20 minutes were quiet. I feel like the first hour and a half of this movie is fairly quiet, at least when it comes to the bombastic action set pieces that we've grown accustomed to in this universe across all 22 films. And I love the movie for it. I agree that the opening scene, and obviously we'll talk more in spoilers, but the opening scene is perfect. Mm -hmm. It is haunting and, mm -hmm. and, and beautiful. And we've all referenced it without saying it because we want to be respectful of spoilers. But there's a very surprising moment that happens fairly early in this film that resets the table so that you have no idea what's going to happen because you know this movie's three hours long. Yep. And I felt that was exciting and wonderful to be anticipating where it was going but, but not knowing. One of my favorite television series of all time, and I've been a champion of the show uh, on this podcast for quite some time, is The Leftovers. Mm -hmm. I think it's oh, one of I've the finest, this. finest three series of television of all time. From an acting standpoint, from a craft standpoint, it's one of my favorite uh, television series that I've ever seen. And this, mo this movie reminds me from a tonal standpoint, mm -hmm. at least early on, of the best of that series. And so for me, really, really fairly early on, I bought into what was going on. Now, as it progressed, there are some plot issues that are troubling, troubling just because they're confusing, they're, they're silly, they're not. Lots of very significant things happen, and they just write them away with one line of dialogue and just expect us to accept it, which I guess we have to because it's already three hours long. But it bothered me in some regard the way that we got from point A to point B or why we were doing it. But all of that goes away in this movie in particular because of two things. One, because I love these characters. After spending 10 years with them and 22 films with them, it's hard to even believe I hear myself saying that, but we spent a decade with these characters. And this is a Star Wars for a younger generation where you grow to, even though Star Wars is still continuing, you grow to love these characters just because you've spent so much time with them. And so for me, 
I'm already fully invested into whatever is going to happen. Even though I've read the Infinity Gauntlet series in the comics, I have my theory about what is going to happen and how they're going to resolve it. But one thing that I think is is important to note is we all have family and friends and you all when you get together you always have that one person or group of people that always tell the best stories and when you get together you may hear them say the same story for the 20th time it is no less enjoyable on the 20th time not because of the surprise but because of the telling of that story and I think in this case even though I had a very strong suspicion of what was going to happen it did not diminish my enjoyment of the journey one iota and the emotional payoff in this movie, not just around uh, what happens and who it happens to, but just the culmination of this original Avengers crew, where we go, what happens, passing the torch to the next set of Avengers is just so emotionally satisfying. Very much like Chris, I was moved to tears multiple times. The action was thrilling and I saw this movie twice. I saw it on opening night, and then I saw it again last night in IMAX. I wasn't able to get IMAX on opening night. And and I have since learned that this movie was shot entirely in digital mm-hmm. IMAX. So if you can see it in IMAX, people, you need to see it in IMAX. That's it's, the way to see it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely it is gorgeous. Absolutely. And it made a huge difference. I liked Endgame Ugh. a lot on opening night. I loved it the second time. Really? So I did. I really did. So I'm I'm fully on board All the right. trailer of uh, of satisfying conclusion. Excellent movie. With the caveat of it doesn't work unless you've got unless you're fully <laughs> invested in the universe. Yeah. And so it's this weird place where we live. Yeah. So that's yeah. where I am. All I'll, right. I'll say, Chad, just uh, just to confirm it. Basically, I had a student who saw Endgame without having seen Infinity War, um, and. Yeah, because I, I don't know. Today was the day of like, Mr. Howard, have you seen have you seen um, sure. Endgame? And we all talked about it. And this one guy goes, oh, yeah, I saw it. But I was I supposed to see Infinity War beforehand? And he was like, I was so confused. The whole movie. I, I had no yeah. idea what was happening. I was like, so, Chris, no, you can't. I, he's like, so everybody told me all they needed to do is read a synopsis. It didn't work. And he was just confused the entire time. But yeah. I, Oh, I fully disagree. I think you, if you watch like a 15-minute YouTube video, you could go into this movie and be just fine. So I don't have a ton to add to this conversation here, but my thoughts are very, very similar to Chad. Um, uh, I had really hoped to watch Endgame a second time before this review because there's just so much going on in this movie that I think a second viewing would really help me clarify some of my feelings with one viewing. Just there's so much to take in that it's really hard to grasp it all. But Endgame, I think, sticks the landing that it needed to stick. It, It does such a good job at landing the plane does exactly what it needs to do, honestly, to, to give give an honest ending to these past 21 movies. And I think the emotional beats work so well in this film because they build upon all this character work that we've attached to for 10 years, 10 plus years. And so um, obviously we'll talk about what beats worked and, and why in spoilers, but they worked very, very well. Now, getting to those emotional beats uh, was a bit bumpy. I think there are a lot of issues with this movie. It's hard yep. it's hard to talk about almost any of them because of spoilers, but I think the 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 path they chose to fix what Thanos did, it works, but it feels very convenient, feels uh, very I guess easy. It, it feels like a cop out in a lot of ways. And so even though it takes us to an awesome place and it, and it lands the plane very well, 
I, I had a lot of issues as, I, as, I, as we were going, a lot of plot holes, a lot of questions. So all that said, after being connected to these characters throughout all these different movies, it is a blast to see them all together. Uh, there's all this different fan service that is, that is cheap and that is totally pandering to the audience and serves absolute no, no, serves no logic serves no plot point, but it's just fun, and it works really well. So a lot of things that don't make sense from a plot perspective, uh, but overall, like I said, the film sticks its landing. Uh, it works on an emotional level for any Marvel fan. So we'll, we'll dive in a lot more in spoilers in just a couple minutes here, but I'll just say that I love the movie. I think it's great. I think it's so much fun and uh, a, a really, a really good ending. So, uh, so there you go. Th- those are our thoughts. So before we, I think we should just kind of dive right into spoilers. Uh, but before we do that, we want to go around, uh, as we always do and give our recommendation of whether you should see this in the theater, whether you should rent it, whether you should stream it on a platform that you already have, whether you should skip it altogether. And this whole rating system already acknowledges that you've already seen it in theaters. So we're just going to do it anyway for consistency's sake. Chris, <laughs> what say you? Yeah, real quick. Theater. That's Oh, that's uh, what I'll say. All right, April? Theater, for sure. Tyler? Theater. And Chad? Rental. <laughs> Skip it all together. <laughs> yeah, theater for sure. I mean, I've already seen it twice in the theater, and I'll probably see it at least one more time. Yep, agreed. Theater it is. I, I'm definitely ready to see it a second time. Awesome. Uh, well, any other thoughts before we dive into spoilers? Anyone? Okay, let's do it. Let's dive into spoilers for Avengers Endgame. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Fight Club. Well, you look nervous. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? But there's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my house in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. In the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. Well, there are so many things to talk about now that we're in spoilers. Uh, right from the very opening scene, uh, we open with Hawkeye and his family. What did you guys think oh. about that really quiet oh. opening scene? So the good. best, the best. Yeah. It was wonderful. The only thing that ruined it for me, honestly, was um, the people. best, but it was ruined. <laughs> the, no, the people in the theater behind me were arguing over whether or not they had the right seat. Like the, mo- oh, the movie man. starts and I'm hearing this woman say, all right, who has seat B3 and four? And they're like, lady, uh, that's way down there. And like <laughs> they got so embarrassed because they were yelling and they had to walk. So anyway. obnoxious. I had so something that was, like that happen later. I'll get to yeah, it. Continue. Yeah. It was anyway. So, but the. Honestly, what a wonderful way to open this with a powerful, personal, yeah. small moment. And, and the, the impact is yeah. huge, even mm-hmm. though it's so small. It's great. And I mean, I'm, I'm a parent. This movie is so much about being a parent or passing on, mm-hmm. passing on from, you know, the old to the new. It, it is such a great way of setting up the idea of this film at the very beginning in such a small, small way. 
Yeah, and it definitely it sets up the tone. It's, it sets up yes, the quietness yeah. that a lot of this movie will take, which is very different from like we talked about with Infinity War, which is kind of yep. all action all the time. Not that's mm-hmm. necessarily a bad thing, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think I that love the technical so way that it was shot too. The handheld contrasted with the wide, beautiful shot of the yeah. open area. It was just he was disoriented, and the camera, you know, made it look disorienting. It was it was great when it Absolutely when it cut great. back to his daughter. Um, just having faded away yeah. like it, but it, you don't see you know like the whole yeah. body it was yeah. just it could have been leaves or, or yeah. dust yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. it was gorgeous i, I, I love so well done the simple things like because he would have no idea what's happening i mean right. it's the rapture for all he knows i love a little bit of panic that jeremy renner well, not a little bit a lot of panic where he even like kind of runs in one direction and then kind of stops like he doesn't know he doesn't know who to chase. He doesn't know what to do. And uh, yep. he's just confused and scared. So that perfection of, of the wide open field as well. Like they can't be hiding anywhere. They can't yeah. be messing with him. Uh, and even for us, the audience, that sinking feeling, the moment they mm-hmm. opened up on that. And, and the questions after Infinity War had been, where's Hawkeye? Like mm-hmm. it, he was because yeah. he wasn't in Infinity War. And just going, oh, no, he is about to lose everybody. And it's just, yep. oh, that was mm-hmm. so good. Yep, yep. absolutely. I thought it was great, too, just to open it, just to remind everybody of the dread of mm-hmm. how Infinity War ended. Because a year's gone by, and it was just, it got me right back into the, exactly. that yeah. terrible moment. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of this movie, of course, because it's, you know, the direct sequel to Infinity War, spends a lot of time gathering who's left of the team back together again. And so, obviously, Nebula and, and Tony are drifting in space. And Carol Danvers, making her first real appearance outside of her own film, uh, comes and rescue, rescues them. What did you think about, uh, about Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, uh, and her role in this film? Uh, the same way I felt about the film itself. Yeah. Super weak. Like, <clears throat> yeah, super I, weak. When, when we get to the end where we talk about how the because we kind of need to talk about this in order sure but i think it's fine the way that she found him i think you have to kind of piece everything together with how she would have found him with the end credits from uh captain marvel where she finds the avengers and then you can assume there that pepper potts is there and then that she would say tony's up in this ship because he's been communicating through his helmet um so i think that's fine uh, I think how they used her in the end and specifically what they hoped to happen versus what I feel like actually happened mm-hmm. are two different things. Yes. I think it was really fairly weak. But we can talk about that when we get to the last battle. And and Nebula plays a pretty significant role in this film after just kind of being a side character in the first two Guardians. Um, yep. What do you think of Nebula? She's had I, a, a good arc, I think, over weirdly yeah. over the from her, her first random appearances in Guardians from where she's randomly taken apart here and there and mm-hmm. fixed and, and uh, repaired. And I, Chris and I are about to disagree, I think, on on uh, some of Nebula, I think. But I love but that's that's going to be a little bit. I loved um, Nebula in this. I think she's she is she's had that nice turnaround. She's been a, she was a villain and is now helping them out and is truly is a sympathetic character. I like her. I, I've seen a lot of people single out Nebula. That's why I asked. And, and people say a lot, of, a lot of what Tyler just said, that she's one of the best characters. She has this awesome arc. Um, am I yeah, alone I liked... in hating the character of Nebula? Am I the only one? I actually hate that character. 
I don't hate her. I've, I've been indifferent to her up to this point, neither strongly positive or negative, but I really liked what they did with her in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even even though it's very subtle, the opening of them, you know, playing football field goals at the beginning mm-hmm. and specifically with it. with Tony trying to say this is supposed to be fun. It draws on the on the everything that we've known about her character where she's never been able to have a any kind of fun or relational ex- normal relational experience with her sister because Thanos made them fight and then every time she would lose to Gamora he would make her more robot and so it's just this nice little moment which most people probably just appreciate because it's cute or funny mm-hmm. there's actually some emotional poignancy yeah. there about her getting that and and I think from that point moving forward uh, I liked it I liked her a lot mm-hmm but it's that abusive relationship that just like you, you alluded to, she's always just wanted to please Thanos. And how do you please the god of death, essentially, right? Like, you don't. And you become this messed up, broken, twisted, literally twisted thing, as we've seen in, in movies past. And I think she gets a nice a nice redemption um, arc here. I don't think that they finish her her story yeah. well here. I think they do let it drop off a little bit. But I for what, she, what we see, it's really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed her character in this film. And I would say in past films, I actually found her character a little more annoying but i thought that what they did in her character arc was was really cool and i really enjoyed it she was the biggest surprise in this film for me that's the one thing i was not expecting she has a major role in this movie Mm -hmm. and it is it is not only significant in uh time like on screen but also it is pivotal to the end game right Mm -hmm. i actually really liked this is one of the things that i felt i really enjoyed in the first avengers film which is how they use the character's strengths and weaknesses so well to like tell the story and move it forward um, that Nebula's, you know, networkedness actually came into a huge part of uh, of the film. I just I thought it was brilliant how they used this character. They they sat in the writers room and said like, well, how can we make that? Ma- oh, we have Nebula and she has this particular ability, which means they would be networked, and then I he would know, and then that. you know Thanos would be able to detect, and it makes sense why he would show up. Like in other films, Thanos would just show up, and there would be no explanation as to why. But here, actually, plot wise, because of that character's skill set, it makes sense, and I I thought that was brilliant. They do such they did such a great job of the interconnectedness of these characters with the plot. I, I love that part of this movie. It was really brilliant. So that's a yes. I am the only one who hates that character. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, that's fine. Uh, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the actress too. It's Karen Gillan from uh, from Doctor Who, Amy oh, Pond. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I think it's what, I think it's her performance that I that I just like the most. I think I think oh. uh, her performance is a, a big bummer for me. Yeah. But that's all right. You You're guys wrong. All love it. You're that's wrong. Great. That's all right. So uh, we kind of talked about uh, about Hawkeye and seeing his you know disappearing family, and we've actually gotten a, a few of those individual scenes. Since Infinity War ended, we had Nick Fury, what's her name, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. Um, we had them disappear. Uh, we had uh, Ant Man being stuck in the quantum realm and all his people uh, disappearing, and and a couple others. So that brings us to Ant Man himself. Mm-hmm. He he conveniently uh, because of a rat comes <laughs> out of uh, comes out of the quantum realm. So uh, and he kind of he kind of instigates a lot of the major plot of this film. What did you guys think of the rat and uh, and how <laughs> Ant Man <laughs> kind of instigated the rest of the film? <laughs> we'll find it. out that rat is some uh, important yeah. character yeah, yeah, in Avengers course. nineteen. <laughs> 
I, I, I liked it a lot. That I felt like that also fit in with his character. He is, he is very bumbling. If, and I've, I'm, I know I'm in the minority of loving. I've loved the Ant Man movies. I think they're great. Um, they're are they good movies? No, they're but they're great. You know, they're they're so much fun. They're they're I, I've laughed a lot in those movies. And I think part of it is the bumbling nature of, of Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, where he is the unlikely hero. He's the guy who fell into it a little bit. But I think again, much like Nebula, he has, he's really come into his own and didn't, didn't, he bumbled his way into the situation, but then did a great job. Uh, they they did a great job of using him to really propel a lot of the plot. I thought, I, I thought it was great. Paul Rudd is also just awesome. Did, did we skip the, like the 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 main like opening like we, this is this happens after the f- the five year jump right we're talking about right now it so does. I don't like, yeah, remember it does, it does. So yeah. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure it does like we we you skipped over yeah, kind of the major like moment <laughs> yeah, that my, my entire audience was like wait what yep. is happening in this I movie right loved now loved the five year jump yeah yeah oh. that was oh, a big yeah. shot <laughs> no no no, no right shot. before the five year before jump. the five right year right jump. before the five year jump the big kill yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. That wasn't important. Yeah. Come on, people. I mean, the one thing we've all been waiting for for an entire year is when are they going to go destroy Thanos? And all thinking that it was going to happen sometime in this movie. And 15 minutes in, boom, they chop his head off. It was the greatest moment. It was amazing. That was very surprising for me. I was not expecting that. I literally was collective gasp in our theater. Like it, yeah. it, there was a guy who was not maybe, I don't know, three or four people, you know, in the row above me just screamed out. What? Like, yes. because you're expecting an epic battle, which yeah. does happen. But when they show up and it's so cool, you know, they're all working together and they Carol Danvers, like, yeah, like they cut off to get the, the gauntlet and it's all that stuff. And then Thor, like they're having in the middle of a conversation and Thor just chops the dude's head off and it's yeah. like, yeah. And then it's like, wait, 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 we didn't, nothing changes. You know what I mean? Like that is great. It it's was so funny when we were, when I was sitting there watching it, I literally had the thought because I remember Chris when we were reviewing Captain Marvel. You were saying how annoyed you were at how powerful she was because she, Thanos is going to die in the first five minutes of the film, yes. and there's not going to be a movie. And I literally <laughs> laughed to myself. I was like, "Wow, they did kill Thanos in the first." I five was minutes. right. <laughs> I was right. Only because he was severely injured yeah. by <laughs> using the stones to right. hurt it to destroy the but, stones. But that, but we knew that already from the ending of the last film, right? And I, I but I thought that was so brilliant because it so much subverts expectations in such a brilliant, visceral way that yeah. no one is expecting them to do that, especially mm-hmm. in a, that violent. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was great. It had the great callback to "I Aim for the Head" from the ending yes. of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But my favorite part was a- after that, after being utterly shocked and not knowing what the next two hours and forty minutes were going to be <laughs> That's about, right. was the fact that it it goes out of focus, and then we get this really slow text yeah. reveal five mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. later. And when that happened, that's where it really just. Got, I mean, I was one hundred percent in at that point. It's yeah. like, here yeah. we go. I was like, they're they're doing this, and honestly, the moment that happened, I was like, I really, my heart sunk a little bit because I was like, well, this is dumb. We're all we're gonna do is getting like this really depressing because that's what's happening, right? Everybody's depressed over the fact that you know half of the world's population is gone, maybe even more than that. You know, it, it's half of the universe, so it may be, I don't know. They never really say, but a lot of the Earth is gone, and I was like, at the end of this movie, they're just gonna bring mm-hmm. everybody back. And we're going to, 
you know, they're not going to remember any of this. And the way that it actually ends is brilliant because yes. that is not what actually yeah. happens. Um, and I, I really, I, I, I was quite surprised with the decision that they made here to to take this quiet moment. And like yep. I said, for like 15 or 20 minutes, they're just dealing with the fact that people have been gone now for five years. Mm-hmm. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Captain America is now a kind of support group leader, which is fascinating. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's really like you said, just people coping with this mass genocide, which yeah. is yeah. which is real dark for for Marvel. So then, like we already said, Scott Lang emerges from the quantum realm, and and he's looking for his people, seeing uh, if his daughter survived and all that. Um, and then uh, he kind of uh, he has an idea. Um, and he pitches it to the Starks. So what did you think of, of uh, his idea? Guys, the, this is the dumbest part of the movie, and it's yes. the coolest part happened? of the movie. It's so but dumb. here, here so here's dumb. the problem. Here, here, here's the problem, because what happens is Scott pitches his idea, and they, they go get Tony, and and like literally it's like overnight, Tony's like, guys, I figured out time yeah. travel. Yeah, that was literally that same day. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> That was the worst because I mean Tony's brilliant. I'm going like, to absolutely disagree with oh, all of this. Oh come on! I'm going to because well, first of all, those scenes that you're just dismissing right now, are <laughs> yes. outright, are some of the best scenes in the movie when we learn about Tony and his yes. family and Tony That's as a father. Great. That's and great. The beautiful relationship yes. with his daughter and all, all that. Great. And yep. So let let me agree while disagreeing. So if this were up to me, and I don't want to jump ahead. I would have carved out maybe 20 minutes out of the time heist section and made the event of them discovering how to jump through time more of a significant piece that required more action and more things and done less of the... Because we get about an hour maybe or an hour and 15 of the time heist in the middle where they're jumping from time to time to time. Could have easily trimmed 20 minutes off of that and made it a a bigger deal. A lot of that is fun. A lot of that is fun. But but you are correct though. The way that they just, the way that they show that they are, you know, testing out time travel is a joke. It's, it's Ant-Man, you know what I mean? Like going through time and he's a baby and then he's an old man. And then it's funny. It's funny, but it, it, it doesn't really like, it, it, I like it, I like the premise that we have to because Ant Man is such an ancillary character. I love the idea that they use Ant Man and this whole quantum realm thing right. as the key piece to solving this problem. Yes, they just don't spend any time making that interesting or exciting. Yes. Justify. They just it. have right. No, they just have Tony say, you know, here here you go. I this is know. exactly the problem that to. I was worried I, about. With uh, with Endgame as a whole, from the second Infinity War ended is obviously we know from the second Infinity War ended, time travel they're going to somehow undo this all, the whole thing, right? We know that's going to happen, and it's just I, I know there's no other way around it, but it just sometimes feels so cheap, and it's fun, it's awesome that you know these characters are literally jumping into the movies we've already seen, and that's really fun and really cool. But then when you stop to think about the plot for a couple minutes. He goes, oh, well, that's really easy. Oh, that's easy how they say, if we fail, we're over. And then they fail, and they're like, oh, wait, well, let's just time travel again. And it's just so, it's just so easy. So easy. And, and that's exemplified in how they discover time travel. Tony just says, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then he spends like 20 minutes f- tinkering with it at, at home. And he's like, oh, cool. 
Yeah, and I All totally done. agree with you. And I and, and this would you know be kind of a deal breaker, except it's just extremely a lot of fun. It is fun. Like, no it, questions. It, it literally the the moment, and I know we're jumping ahead here, and I apologize for that. But the moment that Captain America got in that elevator, um, yes. and you you remember, it's a, it's a yeah, mirror. You know, yeah, you know what happened wrong. in that elevator before. And then he just simply, and because now he has all of the, we, we as the audience and he has the information of the other films and yes. he just says, Hail Hydra. And so that's good. the solution. <laughs> it was, it's the most perfect. Now, Which I, is it, also a throwback to the comic where he said it was a sleeper agent. It's exactly. Great. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, what's great about this is that all of these moments are wonderful fan service and it's totally smart. And the same thing is when he fights himself. Again, this is what I'm saying, the interconnectedness of these characters. Yeah. He fights himself, and they're not allowed to do that because if they do, if they remember, then they you know, to completely destroy time or whatever. But because he has the staff, he's able to erase his memory. And so that's brilliant. Like, okay, that's he, that, he was allowed to do this, but there's a way in which – but at the same time, it's all completely silly. But I forgive it because it's so clever. You know what I mean? Clever fun. I, I totally I agree, and that's that's the whole big thing with this movie is that so much of it is so much fun that yes. it makes you forget how really kind of dumb a lot of it is, and that's okay. It's a comic book yeah, it's movie, okay. you know it's, what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, totally. it's fine. Like I as, still love this fun, movie. As fun as that time high section was, I do think it would have benefited from a little bit more stakes, yes. a little bit more action, because they did outside of the. And even the captain versus captain thing was played for, for it was a great fight, but it was played for laughs. It just it, we get into this middle section until we get to and, and we'll talk about it when we get there until we get to where they go back to the 70s, which really had some wonderful emotional pain. Well, well, Black Widow, much, Black yeah, Widow. Sure. The, I think I think honestly, the, the reason why a lot of that is, is because of the heaviness. Yes, of, no, I get like, it. Yeah, but we're there for a long time. No, you're right. You're right. And, yeah, and I, so I, it's played. It, it almost becomes a comedy. It just needs to me. It just felt like, OK, this feels like a completely different movie in tone now. And I and I understand why they did it. But I think though it's, it's this is a love letter to especially those two characters, especially Captain Captain America and um, Iron Man. Right. And Tony Stark, is, you know, they, they are. Uh, we get to see a lot of what ifs and a lot of you know f- different funnier sides of their of their characters. And again, all all it, plus it's just an enormous amount of fun. I I forgive all of it. You know, Back to the Future. We don't we don't sit and and go. It's a the the flux capacitor doesn't work in this like way. We don't understand why it doesn't work. Like it just he puts he puts well, beer and a banana into his in his into his uh, Delorean and we're fine with it. Like it, that's uh, for me. I have no worries about the understanding of this or why it just is, and I'm fine with that. I'm I'm not going to argue with this. I I could, and maybe we will later. But I want <laughs> I desperately want to. But that's a, a a hole that I don't think we should jump into at the moment so i won't even though i want to (laughs) so one character i have been i have been argued with one (sighs) character we haven't talked about yet is thor uh we are you mean so good (laughs) yes we are introduced to where thor has been over these past five years the greatest so much yeah so he is a drunk and he is overweight he we got playing thor playing Fortnite and eating pizza yes yeah for him playing Fortnite because they. I've been playing Fort the in-game limited time in Fortnite. I was like, I wonder if Fortnite's going to be an in-game. And sure enough, it was. Oh. I loved it. 
<laughs> yeah, this is like honestly too. This movie is like consumerism times ten. Like yeah. once, once uh, what is it? Uh, a common sense media comes out. They have to put the consumerism meter all the way to the top because yes. this movie is nothing but that. But yeah, I agree. That was that was funny because it was so crazy to see the chiseled buff you know man meat that is chris hemsworth <laughs> beautiful man be, be this you know, slob Hilarious. it was wonderful it was and great. to I, remain that way for literally the whole yes. movie yes, yes. i thought which was great the big light trick that he does that braids his beard yeah i thought yeah. he was going to like suddenly slim yes. down and no. he's not <laughs> yeah i thought the same he's thing in, he's in the thor armor but he's fat yeah. it was yeah. so great <laughs> it was so good yeah. it was so good and yet not to be the downer about all this yes but what i loved really about that first scene is when they say the name thanos and he grabs hulk and you can see that he's wrecked right that his decision to he blames himself for not saving the universe Mm -hmm. and he's clearly not he's depressed ptsd whatever you want to say you know he's clearly wrecked at this whole thing and that's how he copes right so it's not just that he's hey it's just a party guy i'm gonna eat pizza and drink beer but he's traumatized by it and that makes the character stuff that happens later even stronger and i think this movie does that a lot with a lot of its characters that pay off Mm -hmm. when we get to the end and I do yeah. wish a, a couple times, because I agree with you, Chad, but I feel like sometimes they leaned uh, the other way. They leaned into the joke of it more than they leaned into the uh, emotion of it. Um, and so I just a couple times I felt like I wish that they had leaned the other way a little bit more because sometimes it's a, it's a movie about a genocide, uh, literally. And sometimes I felt like... It, it, we were laughing a little bit too much, so it was it was a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, but it's a, it's a genocide in a comic book movie. Bro. I, I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah. There are still teenagers that are going to go see this, sure. and, and younger kids. Yeah, but his his emotional beat comes when he does his travel back yeah. to right. the dark world moment, oh. yeah. um, and which redeemed that movie, by the way. Like that's no, not the best. It no, it don't be it. ridiculous. It doesn't redeem that I'm movie. Taking it. I'm taking so, it. I need it. Hey, hang on. So I haven't gone back. I rewatched Iron Man three, ladies and gentlemen, um, great. yesterday. Really and I think movie. I'm going to go Excellent back and movie. and re and rewatch um, Dark World too because it's. I, I think I've only seen that movie once. But I but let me just say, and I'm going to because now we're moving into this moment. The people that are in this movie, this cast is dumb. It is everyone's in this movie, and mm-hmm. like they just show up and they have. A lot. Natalie Portman yep. is in this movie. No yep. lines, but she's in With for like no 15 lines. seconds. For 30 seconds, she's in this movie. There are um, 19 Academy Award nominees or winners in this movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. this is crazy. And then, I'm sorry, you have to remind me, who plays his mom? Um, Renee Russo. Renee Russo, thank you. Not to be confused with Michelle Pfeiffer, who I always get confused with, who is Hank Pym's wife, yeah. But what a great just kind of one line and I'm trying to remember what the line is and I can't remember and I looked at it online and nobody's talking about this line but the idea of like you'll never be able to live up to who you're supposed to be you have to yeah. become who you are I love, I love mm-hmm. that yes. idea it is yep. so great and they're the, the, just those those are the moments in this movie that I think stand out is that it is so smart in what it's trying to say and it does a great job of 
pulling these little uh, this is definitely a modern fairy tale and, yeah. and telling you like okay here's here's something to take here's a bit of gold to take back and to think about here's something else to think about and, yeah. and they do a great job of that I, and I'm that echoes really that symbolism also echoes in tony's encounter with his dad with yes mm-hmm. yep because we know from the previous films we even it even opens there are other movies that open where it we clearly know that tony has regretted not being able to say goodbye to his father right yeah he then gets this moment to yeah. talk with him and his father says I don't even know this kid and I'd already do anything for him yeah and you get that you get that emotional beat there and his, he, he they get to talk about no amount of time no amount of money can buy one second of time yeah. and there's you know, the, both of these parental uh, encounters where they get a chance to do what all of us would love to do you know at some point is yeah. your parents are gone and you just see them one more time to say goodbye and then they're also able to play that into a really funny beat where he hugs him right mm-hmm. so it's oh. great it's just just so many of the these thematic moments that that really land very well and but if we're going to talk about the reveal of thor we also have to talk about the reveal of professor hulk <laughs> yes oh. yes Gray Hulk, I loved it. That Hilarious. scene at the table so where he's like, "Oh, he, he feels bad. You want to take a picture with it?" It was <laughs> done. What was insane? Like, what was so ins- funny. What's insane about this is, of course, this is I don't know how many millions of dollars it costs to put him on screen for even just a second, right? right? right. And this yeah. is obviously an off script. Like they're just riffing. He's yeah, just yeah. sitting there riffing, and it. It comes across that way. It's not. Yep. It doesn't feel like a you know a well planned and executed well, motion capture, right? I mean, man, that's so good. Yeah, of course. But I mean, it it was brilliant. It, it felt genuine. I guess mm-hmm. is what I would say. Even though it's a completely fake CGI character, it's it, great. It was wonderful. It was and moment. I have a feeling that as expensive as it was, they're going to be okay on the financial. Side. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing fine. A little bit. No, I'm just saying that we that the the technology has progressed so much yeah. that that's even a possibility where you can just sit and say, "All right, Mark, go ahead and riff for a little while." Oh, you want to take a picture with you guys? Want to do it? Oh no, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Like this is yeah. Ant Man when Captain America is sta- sitting right there. I, right. Thought I just thought that thing. was so funny. <laughs> but anyway, it was great. It was great. Oh. I loved even with him like they had done such a good job in Infinity War of of taking Hulk out right away and as a way of showing Thanos might killing Loki taking Hulk out right away to to show how crazy Thanos was and then we see um, you know we had seen bef- just a little bit before um, in Thor Ragnarok of of this battle between Hulk and um, Banner for a guy who hasn't gotten his own movie. I mean, we've gotten two Hulks before this. We and Mark Ruffalo's Hulk has not gotten his own movie. He has had such a nice arc between them of of our first time seeing him in in Avengers, and you know, leading all the way up to this, him, him being essentially an ancillary character uh, up until now. He's he isn't featured as much as some of the other guys, but he's still he's like I've come to terms. I've come to a balance with this thing inside myself, this thing that we've seen him fighting in the background up until this, this point. It's great. I loved it. Absolutely. And one thing that you said there makes me make, makes me think about something is that Grimora is really dead mm-hmm. and Loki is really dead. Yep. It's really not. And Vision Except. is really dead. Except, Except Loki is not Loki's dead. Loki's going to get a show. Loki is no, not and dead Vision. and Gamora is still walking around, and ladies and gentlemen. No, it's a different version of Gamora and Loki is dead in the timeline that we're in. Yes. No, he grabs, no, he grabbed, he grabbed the, oh, uh, the cube point. Holy cow. I he grabbed the cube. And so he he's is hopping that, around the, somewhere. He's hopping You're around all over the different place. Time, timeline. Different that is, timeline. 
It's a different timeline. Didn't well, no, I understand that, but he's still alive. But, but my okay, point so is, in where we are, he's dead. So that's yes. all I'm saying. Yeah, the, the the Loki that you know from the films is gone. Um, Who but has there grown is a, a little bit actually. There, there's a yeah. there's a version of Loki that survives New York. Who know, who who's still that that bad guy Loki? Yep. Um, and is now going to be on the a television separate timeline show. doing his thing. Yes, on the Which, Disney Plus television show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that whole thing, that whole failure, no, I'm serious. That's coming. That, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, you don't, don't know. That is a, a real thing. Yep. That that whole failure was what really bothered me. Is they they built this whole thing up that if we fail, we're gonna die we can only time travel so many times and then they fail and then they're just like hmm well let's time travel again and it's well, just no it so still worked they, they they had enough for a one a I round know, trip I on, and so they had one more so what's the problem that works so convenient that, no it of was also it courageous because movie. then that made but no 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 i think it was actually it showed courage on their part which is why they had to do the thing do you trust me and all that because yeah. they only had one more jump so if they jump to 1970 and then they fail there and it doesn't work they're stuck there yeah so i thought it was fine yep yeah, sure. I, I agree with you on that uh, yeah sure. yep. it's fine it's fine <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's the whole thing. Like, why I love do you what, hate things. I love what happens when they get there, and I love all the character moments, and the emotional beats. It's all amazing. Like, I loved all the stuff that happened when they were in the seventies, but it was just so from a plot perspective, it was just everything no. that happened kept, just kept going. Like, oh, well, that's, you have a cold heart, my that's friend. Nice. Cold, Come on, cold. Daniel. <laughs> Come on, Daniel. Uh, so, uh, Black Widow, meanwhile, oh, has been chasing on. down Clint Barton, Hawkeye, and he, who kind of had, uh, after his family disappeared, he turned into a vigilante. We we meet up with him in in Tokyo, where we have a full on samurai fight in the uh, yeah. rain. It's so good. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. Uh, so, what do you think of this uh, this uh, relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow because we've had some build up here in this relationship they they have a history that some of our, the other characters don't have and now she has to come and and ask him to help uh, in their quest to defeat Thanos I liked it I, I I mean this is not new for me I've, I've liked it I've liked every turn that we've that we've taken in this it puts a different picture on it where we've seen these other people trying to trying to make sense of or to fix the the snap or to um, to, to reverse things and he especially because he didn't know what was going on you know he, and it's such a shock for him he wasn't in the middle of the battle to see it happen he is just like no well he's just pissed and is and and I love that he I, I'm not going to quote it right but he basically says you survived this you shouldn't have survived this yeah. I'm not letting you take over the what's left of the world essentially or destroy what's left of the world and again uh, his methods are, are you know slightly problematic here and there but um, but he's like look we've already lost everything let's get some justice in his own it's, eyes and it's a I good think, progression of, of the character to take I that agree. anger out on villains who survived as mm-hmm. brutal as he can so yeah i, yeah. I thought that was he becomes, phenomenal he becomes the punisher kind of, yeah, yeah basically yeah. i was looking yeah. that up is that i know that character at least ronin. the look of that character and the is it ronin it is him okay i couldn't remember uh, and I may be jumping uh, the gun in, in the plot a little bit, but, well, a lot of our other characters are on journeys to New York in 2012 and 1970, and, and uh, well, Thor is going to the time of Thor the Dark World. Black Widow and Hawkeye, they go to Vormir, which mm-hmm. is, if you remember from Infinity War, where Gamora died, where Thanos killed her to get the one of the stones. The Soul uh, Stone. The Soul Stone. So what did you guys think of what transpired there, that whole arc of what happens um, up there? 
that whole thing was very confusing for me sitting there because I could not figure out who was going to die, mainly yeah. because I knew there was a Black Widow movie coming out. Right. right? Which was totally throwing my... I was like, I, I would think in the story it would be Black Widow, but it's like, but no, it won't be Black Widow because there's a movie coming out. So now I'm Same. just, I'm still confused. Unless it's a prequel. It's definitely yeah, a prequel. It's, it's got to be a prequel. Well, listen, here, here's what I will say is, what are the rules? Can somebody remind me, what is yeah. the rule to get the Soul Stone? Yeah, this is what bothered messy, me too. Very messy. This bothered me too. You are supposed to sacrifice something that you love. Right. Which would mean you're killing yourself, so you're saying you love yourself? Right. Yep. This is exactly right. That's why, for me, I was like, I'm going to just have to overlook this. Yeah, I, but they clearly they, love, they clearly yes. love each love. other. Yeah. One another. Yes. You love each other, but Thanos got it by throwing his daughter exactly. off. These people are jumping off themselves. Yep. So that is, that's confusing. So what I thought was going to happen was she was going to throw herself off. And in the sacrifice, she was going to wake up and have the soul she would stone. Have it. Right. Yeah. Because he did oh, not let her go. Cool. Yeah. He did not let he her go. She her. kicked off the edge mm-hmm. and threw herself down. So yeah. that, I just, just, just the rules, I just didn't understand there. And I didn't understand. I understand that they really like one another. And sure, maybe even. But isn't it supposed to be what you love the most? Right. right. Does he yeah. love her the most? Yeah. Let what's left in the world at that time, maybe. You maybe. Know. But yeah, that's the that's, whole thing. She would be, I think she would be the only thing he has in the entire world, right? Uh, this reaching a lot, but you know, it's fine. I think I think it would have been a lot more dramatic, but also a lot more a lot harder to digest. I think for a lot of audiences, for them I, to, I tell to you, make though. Hawkeye actually throw her off, like <laughs> right. he has to, he just has to do it, um, and that would have been hard hard to palate, but. It was but, okay. But I honestly, I honestly, what I liked most about that, the, the, the rules don't make sense to me still. Yeah. But what I liked most about it was the fight. It, it was a mm-hmm. wonderfully yes. powerful. Who is yeah. going? I, I, I want. I'm going to do this. I'm so committed mm-hmm. to this idea. I am willing to die. And not yeah. only am I willing to die, I'm willing to fight you to, to die. die. Yeah. That yeah. is. I liked it. it that is almost like you know so good. goosebumps inducing because they, they they're literally like trying to subdue the other and it, it was what a great great moment and they're they're the only two that aren't like super powered too mm-hmm. which yep. really really worked for me i and that's I like that. and, and as a side note that the black widow movie of it all that that really bothered me because you know we've been talking about a black widow movie for probably like eight years now and the moment she was introduced they started it, talking about exactly it, yeah. and and they never did it they never did it they never did it and now they wait till she dies and then they're gonna do the movie and i i just i think they missed the opportunity i mean it's fine it's a prequel it's all good but it's kind of like it, it robs the death of some impact i think a little bit knowing that well she's she's all good we're gonna see her again next is year is it confirmed it's a prequel though like could there it's, be some kind not. of time weird thing where she, i mean it is a comic uh, again, book Loki's world alive and right Vision is somehow like if they have, return the stone do you get the i soul will be back? so annoyed <laughs> if that's the case here's here's what i would love is if they'd be like hey guys you know what you remember that black widow movie that we said was coming that was that was just to throw you off it was a red herring <laughs> like that would make me even better because because people like us who yeah. assume they know, are right, in the know, right. that would be the greatest twist. 
Yeah, uh, well, it's us. like Spider-Man: Far From Home, right? Like the moment because they they've had trailers up for a while yep. and posters up yep. for forever, and it's like so we know he comes back. Wouldn't it be great if they do that sometime? Oh, where they where they where they, where they start doing a promotion for a movie that actually doesn't exist, <laughs> yep. and the movie you're watching that character dies, and you're like, wait a minute, what? And it's completely a red herring. Like yeah. that's the next yeah, level marketing for guts. this stuff. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> If if you read if you if you guys listen to the trailer that we played before this review, there are lines in that that yep. are not in this movie. Yes. There are yeah. full. They've same with Infinity War. They did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I was just gonna say in the trailer for Endgame when they're doing the slow walk in their little suits, yes. mm-hmm. isn't Thor like clean shaven and short hair too in the trailer? Yep. Oh, I think yep. he is. Yes, wow. he is. Yeah. It's just like they had Hulk in the trailer for yes. uh, Infinity War. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not watching trailers, but I'm glad they're at least trying to make them not have all the stuff. I mean, in Infinity War, they've got that slow motion shot of Mm -hmm. all of the... None of that's in the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just thought it was very convenient that those were the two that ended up on that mountain. Because what if it would have been like Captain America and Hulk? Because they're not dying falling off of that mountain. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) 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 What a wonderful point. (laughs) That would have actually... I would have kind of loved to see how they would figure it's like right there. That would have been hilarious if they had been like, you have to throw yourself. And they'd be like, Uh, how are we going to solve this? Yeah, exactly. Go back to... uh, to back to our timeline and get something else, somebody else. Hey, you got to come now with that. Would have been a die. good movie. They got to go back and be like, "All right, guys, sorry." That the worst. <laughs> One of you guys that's able to be killed by a yeah. fall. They're gonna have to go. <laughs> Not gonna tell Mortals. you why it needs to be you, but yeah, it can't be us. Yeah. Oh boy, that's funny. I, so, I like that, Chad. So while they were doing their thing on Vormir, Rocket Raccoon and Thor pair up, and they go to Asgard. In 2013, to receive to retrieve the Reality Stone, uh, yep. who it ha- is it's held by Natalie Portman, Jane Foster. Uh, what did you guys think of of that whole scene, the whole interaction? Rene Rousseau plays um, all, all of that. I love the Rene Rousseau thing. That was yeah. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great to see Natalie Portman for two seconds. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the fact that Thor was. I, I felt like at that point his character would not have still been in the throes of this crippling self-doubt yeah. so much so that he would still be playing the clown where he was like, yes, I'm crying. I'm going to run the other direction to the wine cellar. I thought that was where they started pushing it a little too far. But thankfully, when he runs into his encounters, his mother, I thought all that was was wonderful. Yeah. And, and it's a very similar, like we've said, to, to Tony Stark's interaction with his his father where she, you know, Thor is ready to throw it in and say, no, I'm saving you. You you died. I've, I'm saving you. I know you're going to die today. And he doesn't tell her that, which I really like. And then also he says, I think he, he just says, you know, I've, I've got to do something. She says, nope, uh, this is the, you know, this is, has, is a gift. This is a time we, we weren't supposed to have together. This is a gift. And I thought that was really well, well done. And kind of, it doesn't fix him. I, I, I do also like that he's not just completely fixed mm-hmm. yep. um and but that it does kind of course correct him a little bit and, and sends him back on the right path for for where hopefully guardians 3 goes i think that'll be cool which yeah which is fascinating yeah. that he as guardians that of the galaxy yeah and so well all that is happening like we've alluded to a, a bunch of other people go to new york so i think it's uh bruce banner captain america ant-man and iron man all go to new york city in 2012 so we get to see kind of behind the scenes uh, well, the Avengers is happening, the, the first uh, Avengers film. T- talk to me about, about that whole interaction, that whole scene, and the three stones that they need to get there. Yeah, this is fan service to the nth <laughs> level, and yes. I don't know, I really had a good time. Like, yeah. this kind of thing, like Back to the Future Part 2, mm-hmm. where you go back and see from another angle events that you're very familiar so with. Good. 
and it still works is just so I like that moment when Hulk sees himself smashing and he's just like <laughs> you know what I mean so like funny. yeah I mean it's just it's, it's so good of course it's silly but at the same time it, it what a wonderful way to remember the last you know however long it's been 10 years 11 years of these movies and celebrate them then literally revisiting them yep. in a different um, and and unique way i i enjoyed i enjoyed all of this 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 sequence i thought was really done i already mentioned the elevator sequence with with cap and i, I loved I, who was it was it ant-man yeah ant-man, ant-man was saying like you guys just gave the the tesseracts <laughs> to these guys. They look like villains. Like just the the the, the audience level like awareness that was happening. So, mm-hmm. so, it was silly, but it was so much fun. Yeah. I had a great time. It also just felt like a behind the scenes, yes. almost like a fictional behind the scenes because yeah. you know we see we saw the big. Um, battle scene in the movie but then we got to see when it kind of quiet down and they're all just kind of talking in the background like okay well here's the case and here's that like i just it was really cool it felt like i was like had a backstage pass to a fictional that hulk is so mad about being left out of the elevator oh it's great (laughs) when he yells at the stairs i laughed so hard he's like stairs (laughs) so freaking funny All of that is all of that is really yeah. funny and and, really great. and I I love this stuff too about Captain America's butt. All oh, of that yeah. stuff yes. is so <laughs> funny. Really is. Just all of that, all of those laughs work <laughs> yeah. so well. It Whereas Infinity War, there I felt like there was a lot of forced comedy. I don't yeah. really recall hardly any jokes in this that didn't land. Mm-hmm. It was yep. really funny and really yeah. Really no, I I done. fully agree with you uh, on that. And even. You know, Hulk, um, Professor Hulk, what are we calling him? Whatever. Yeah. Um, th- that stuff with uh, the master on the, uh, is that her name? The master? Uh, oh, yeah. The ancient the one. Time the ancient oh, one. The ancient Thank one, you. Yeah. Ancient yeah. one. That's the name. That was Sorry. really good. That, that stuff was good. Simply, obviously, they've got to uh, explain how this time stuff is going to work. Um, and if you're going to do it, you know, you might as well have Tilda Swinton do it. And I think she did a great job of explaining it. And, you know, Hulk is so smart. Bruce Banner is so smart. But to have yeah. someone even smarter be able to explain like, no, 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 this is what I do. That was that was great. That was yeah. great And idea. reassuring us a little bit because, you know, that, that was the big speculation. Again, we all knew kind of what was happening. But we didn't know how, you know, in, in Infinity War, when Doctor Strange is doing something with the Time Stone, we have no idea what, um, but we know that the, you know, out of the however many possibilities, there is one that works. This yeah. just reassures us, oh no, they, they did know what they were doing, uh, you know, this is this is planned from the beginning, and and we have been thrown for a loop at the beginning, but we're along for the ride, and, and we just, we need to trust them. I, and I, you know what, I do. Maybe, maybe they explained this, and I just missed it. Why couldn't they have only gotten the time stone and then used that to to time travel or to do whatever they needed to do is there something i missed the time stone was destroyed the time was no no i mean like destroyed like instead of going back in time to get all of the stones Mm. just go back and get the stone from the ancient one and then Then they wouldn't have then they wouldn't have the the all this all then they wouldn't have all the stones to do in the the gauntlet to uh yeah the whole point was yeah the whole point was to bring everybody back right they agreed to that tony Tony said uh, we can't erase his family what he has now which was great which is a great moment because i thought like yep if they mess this up yep there's five years of you know Mm -hmm. people that are going to be gone yeah right which is messed up yeah so so, but you guys misunderstand my question why couldn't they just use the time stone instead of doing the time travel through all the pym stuff 
just and then use, use the, the time, time stone to go back. Just use the time stone to go back and do what they got to do. They didn't have the time. The time stone was destroyed. I think that it literally reverses I, time. I don't think that it's a, it's for time travel. I, I think it it is because if we if I remember uh, in um, what's it called wait. in Doctor Strange, doesn't he actually? It literally reverses all of time gotcha. backwards. I think that's the answer. And to they're my saying, "Oh yeah, right, correct. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah that, that's that, that that. But but no, but I mean, technically, it's the same thing. What are you asking? Are you saying you wanted to, you would go no, go back just and to stop? simplify instead of instead of sending all these teams to go back and get all six Infinity Stones? Yeah, go back first and just get the Time Stone. Yeah, and then figure it out from there. Like instead of instead of saying we have one shot at time travel, why not use all your shots to get the time stone, and then use that to time travel? But Tyler answered the question that it, you, that's not exactly how the time stone works. You can't mm-hmm. exactly you can't just jump time. You can just reverse it. So that that answers my question. So never mind. Because if you think okay. about that, yeah, that ending in is it in Hong Kong or wherever they are? Uh, he's I forget what he's actually fighting in Doctor Strange, but but where he continually reverses or loops time, mm-hmm. it's not about time traveling. It's it's literally about messing with time itself, like gotcha. all of time reverses. I think. Gotcha. I Listen, I think if we get too deep in the woods on this time travel stuff, we're going to literally. <laughs> this is the weakest part of this yes, thing. Is, yes. is that the time travel Agreed. in this movie d- really does. Not yeah, and listen, sense. they're very self-referential about it. They, it's true. They, when they even say, say the Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. they, they talk out. about Back to the Future. They say the thing about so we're going to have a. It's not a time machine. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a time machine. It's going to be a time heist. And then somebody says, so that's what we're going to do. And then Ant Man's character says, yeah, that's just what we're going to do, right? So that's all that you're getting here. Yes. Yeah. It's hand wavy, guys. It's hand wavy. No problem. So uh, after all of the Avengers get the Infinity Stones um, and they make the new gauntlet and Banner uses the, uh, the gauntlet to restore, like we said, to just restore the people who were disintegrated to five years later. Not, not reverse time, but just restore them to now. Meanwhile, like we already talked about, Nebula is kind of being used um, in her brain by Thanos to to see what's going on. And so Thanos is on his way and it kind of builds up to the climactic battle that we all know is coming. So what did you guys think of the build up to the climactic battle? Loved it. I was just ready to go. Yep. It's like, let's get to it. Are we talking about um, portals? Is that where we're at right now? We no, it's the, the, how, talking how about Thanos how, finds out, right? Yeah. How Thanos, I thought that was really smart. Sure. It was so that good. Thanos. Oh, Nebula. Was gonna, yeah, yeah. Thanos was going to use the information through Nebula to not only be there amongst uh, the current day Avengers, but have all of the knowledge that they also had. Right. So yeah, I think that yeah, sets yeah. the stakes a lot better for the actual confrontation. So Agreed. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Uh, and then we do get to this crazy climactic battle. Um, you have Thanos's army. He brings. It's even bigger than an Infinity War. Uh, and then, uh, because Banner has brought everybody back who has dis- disappeared, uh, now th- they all appear. So we have this oh, climactic man. battle mm-hmm. where literally every Marvel character we could possibly think of appears in this yeah. battle. We finally get the line, guys. There it is. We've well, had- the on, before the line, you get the on your left thing, which is a yes. throwback to Winter Soldier, yep. where you've got uh, Falcon and... Um, uh, Steve Rogers, who yep. keeps passing him on his left, on his left, and he gets to reverse that line to say, because you, you get that iconic shot. First of all, before we get to this, you've got an incredible fight between the three 
big, you know, Thor, Iron Man, mm-hmm. and Captain America and, yeah. and Thanos, which was great. The way they played off of each other, all of that stuff was really good. And then it leads to this, what I think will become an iconic shot of, uh, which we probably should talk about it before before we get to the Avengers yes. coming together, is the the loudest cheer in my my audience was a hunt was when we saw that Captain America was worthy to, yes. to, to yes. Thor's yeah. hammer. Oh. <laughs> Everybody right. cheered. It saves Thor's life, and then we get that one-on-one fight, and he knocks Thanos down, and all of that. We, I mean, it was just like constant cheering. We were like we were at a football game. It was crazy. <laughs> yes. No, um, I, look, I saw this movie at 10 a.m. on Friday morning, guys. 10 a.m. <laughs> on Friday morning. It was a it was probably sold out. <laughs> packed theater, sold out. I was sitting next to I think all of it were dads who took their lunch break. I think yeah. is basically what That's it was. Because I, sat, a long, I, yeah, sat, a I sat down next to another 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 dad and he was like he was like yeah listen i don't i don't get much time just by myself so here i am i'm gonna watch this and he literally i kid you not he had a big tub of popcorn and three pieces of candy this is this is a fit guy three things of candy and a huge drink and he's like i'm gonna do this all the way and and it was he was yeah and i kid you not like when that happened our entire theater when he picked up uh mjolnir is that how you pronounce it whatever it is the the uh, the hammer, Thor's hammer. Uh, Captain America picked that sucker up. Everybody in that theater was like, "Oh, yeah!" Like, what a great camera move, too, because yeah. it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "Who?" And then the is hammer that? backs and away, just... and then pulls back, and oh, it's a it's payoff so from Age of Ultron, yep. where he yeah. was the only one who could slightly like, move, move it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's all all of that great stuff. It was good. And then, you, it was and then good. you get the fight, and then. <laughs> And then Thanos just brutally breaks the shield and he's down and you know he's almost done. And you get this iconic shot of Captain America in an open field against Thanos and the entirety of his army. Yep, which that was is it. beautiful. Oh, it's and it's so game over good. at that point. It's the end game done. Yes. And then you hear on your left. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then the, so good. Those portals open so up good. and everybody's coming in and Thanos is like, wait a minute, what oh, is going on right yes. now? Because I, it, it oh, was such so a great good. moment. Because because we, I don't know if we mentioned this already, but Hulk, and uh, not Hulk, yeah, Hulk was able to snap and bring mm-hmm. everybody back. Um, mm-hmm. And literally, what happens is those five years, the people that were gone just don't realize any time has passed at all. But they, you know, they wake up and they're ready to rock and roll. And here we go. And so everybody shows up. Man, that was so. That is that's a moment, and I've been listening. I don't know if that's you guys worth listened. the ten year wait. Yeah, my yeah. I don't know if you guys so have good. listened to the soundtrack or not. Um, yes, but I, I would highly recommend. There's a track on there called Portals. It's mm-hmm. this moment, and it oh. is great. It's it is amazing. a great track on the soundtrack. It's amazing, and it leads to the line Avengers, Avengers Assemble. Assemble. So yeah. good, oh. so good. Yeah, we've been waiting. The entire they, they have not said that line. They've like the entirety- and danced around it a few times. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's it's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, and and like you said, it's it's like as if these people never knew that anything was different. Uh, and and people that didn't weren't able to fight now after after Banner Snap are able to fight. Pepper Potts is just uh, all of a sudden Iron Woman and just able to just. Mm-hmm. Just kind of crush everything, which is awesome, and also doesn't make any sense. But that's fine. It's it's fine. It's fun. It's we get exciting. that moment of all the female yes. um, yep. heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that got a huge applause yeah. in our theater too. I think I every single possible, yeah, that yeah, was awesome. So uh, I did not, I didn't love it as much because this is why. 
I felt like that's Marvel. And again, I'm cynical just by nature. Yeah, you so are. Get over it. <laughs> I feel like that's Marvel just showing everybody, hey, look, it's all the ladies, yep. which is cool without actually having done anything in the previous exactly. films to set that up oh, to make that a real thing. And so to me, exactly hold on. Moment. So to me, it was frustrating. It's a cool moment, but it's not earned. Yes. And so it felt pandering to me. Yes. Which and is fine. I didn't hate it. It just, doesn't, it just didn't feel. In addition feel to all that, they had literally the exact same moment in the last movie, like done yeah. exactly the same way. And so it's kind of like, oh, so you can only do one thing to show that ladies are powerful here. Okay. All right. That's but at least the they movie. did one thing. Yeah, no. And like, that's, that's fine. You know, and that's good. And, but I think, I think yeah, they could have shown the strong more than a lot more. one thing. There's women kicking oh, butt yeah. in well, the yeah. entirety right. of this movie. I did think, oh, yeah. I mean, plot wise, what are the chances that all the women are on this right. one spot in the battlefield? I, in my head, I just, I know that they did not do this, but I just thought it'd be hilarious if, um, Spider-Man, Peter Parker just like popped up in that moment. <laughs> oh, and, like, that would have been, that that been, been amazing. That would be true to his character. Wow. That would be great. How great would that have been? You're right, <laughs> April. That's awesome. No, I just, I, I was just going to say the, the character that I was like most intrigued by and also like, I want to see more of her is Valkyrie on that freaking Pegasus yeah. yes, uh, flying awesome. around the battlefield. Yes. So, so cool. Really Such a good. great, I mean, it, the, the amazing like diversity of, uh, kinds of heroes yeah. and outfits and what they're doing and powers is just, it's insane on that yeah, screen. Great. So but we, at the same time, the battle didn't seem, didn't seem chaotic in, in like in that we weren't able to track what was going on. You know, in some we've criticized Marvel in, in the past for, for having too many big, huge battles or star, um, you know, other, other similar movies for having two big battles that just don't make sense. We did the same with Shazam. This one, I think we had a very clear understanding of the geography of everything, yeah. who was doing what, where it was happening. I, I thought that was seamlessly done. I really, really liked how it was set up. So we uh, we started talking about Captain Marvel a little bit earlier, but now we're here where she she kind of shows up. Uh, now, obviously, we've had a lot of buildup here because at the very end of Infinity War, the end credit scene, uh, it it's directly about how basically Captain Marvel is going to save the day, and then we have her own movie uh, as build up, and then we have this movie, and she's in it for like five minutes. She is barely yeah. in this movie, and that she does nothing in this movie. Yeah. She's on all the posters as like a it's big con- part of it. Yeah. It's very weird. It's strange that she's not really in this movie yeah. at all. Yep. I have two issues that kind of combine into one, and how I would have fixed it. But so. One of those is the Captain Marvel problem, which we've already talked about. Number one, the Superman it's not, problem. It's yeah. not just that she's a yes. god; it's that her attitude is kind of crappy about the fact that she is a god, and so it doesn't make people yep. like. And I'm not talking about people like the audience. I'm talking about her own teammates. Like they never kind of reconcile this idea that she's just this. God-like they're not really. Creature. They're not really teammates. They're not. Like they teammates. even. They're they not even. Right. Re- they even say that. Like, hey, we don't Agreed. see you all that often. Yeah. So, like, they and don't even know one another really. Yeah. Agreed. And so they take this quick line of dialogue in the middle of the movie where she says, "Well, this is happening all the at all these other planets. It's going to be a long time before you see me again." Yeah, that's great. Right? But we're not it's, watching that movie. So exactly, it's like, I agree. And she's from Earth. And guess what? Thanos is tied <laughs> exactly. to Earth. Exactly. Yeah. So no so that sense. was. Yeah, it was frustrating that she wasn't there, but I think the biggest problem you have when, you know, the the ship starts shooting and everybody, what are they shooting at towards the sky? And she jumps in and smashes the ship. I I imagine they wanted this rousing applause there, which it got none in my theater 
either, either time that I saw it. And I think it's just primarily because it has nothing to do with her being a woman or any of that stuff. It has everything to do with the fact that we don't have a relationship mm, with yeah. that character. Yeah. And they shoehorned her in in the last movie and now this one. If it were me, now, so this was my problem number two. As great as Hulk was, he never got that one shining moment mm-hmm. to Hulk out. Mm-hmm. He didn't get it in Infinity War, and he was completely sidelined from the battle. Even though he snapped the thing because he took it, he never got that moment. If it were me, and it's not, but I was writing or producing or directing this movie, Hulk would have been the one that tore that ship down, Yeah, and people would have lost their minds, and then Captain Marvel could still come in and still do everything else that followed that mm-hmm. with the gauntlet and the fighting mm-hmm. of Thanos and all that stuff, but that, that moment it just fell flat because we don't care about her enough yet right now if 10 years from now okay or i think uh save her for that moment uh what if she had not met the avengers until then and then she kind of swoops in and says you know and it's this big reveal to this new character and she comes in and helps them out instead of giving her her own full movie that feels like build up to this movie in which she's barely in. So it was just all very strange. The way they handled her character was very, very strange. Well, I mean, here's the bottom line, guys, is that Captain America, not Captain America, Captain Marvel is only really, like, needed at that moment where it's, like, overwhelming odds. What else are we going to do? We need the nuclear option. She is the nuclear option. And so that is... I would say she was needed when Thanos was literally killing Thor (laughs) and Captain America and Iron Man. Well, she was on her way. And I I did like actually how they sidelined her in this movie because they were doing a lot of time travel, right? And so that made sense to me that she's not around there. Although I have to say, like, I was expecting her to pop up at some point because they, you know, she did technically come to earth in the 90s and so i was like oh maybe she'll show up in the background somewhere in the time travel but that she never did but it, it was just you know i i i didn't have a huge problem with it but you're I right i have a problem with it i just yeah. didn't think it landed how they mm-hmm. wanted it to land i just thought it was a missed opportunity also but yeah how i mean many I people actually saw captain marvel without seeing it, Endgame. I know personally uh, several people that did not see Captain Marvel that same. saw Endgame. Y- you know what's crazy is it bumped back up in its eighth weekend yeah, of release to number two at <laughs> the box office oh. this weekend. I saw that. So I think, I think a lot That's of people good. maybe were like, oh, wait, maybe I need to check out this Captain Marvel or it's watch it. Wait, are you saying it's, Captain it's Marvel was number two number at the box two. office? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. It's one. It's one point, almost $1.2 billion worldwide. Yeah. That's crazy. It's made a lot wow. of money. A lot of money, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting. I wonder. I wonder how far that will crazy. When is Spider Man coming out? July, like a month. No, oh, okay. July. July. Oh, I yeah. thought. It Listen, was, I thought it was July. it's going. Uh, Spider Man's going to do very well. Yeah. People yeah. want to know what happens next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's you a direct. Put it too low on your list, Chris. I did, man. I'm, I'm a <laughs> little it's, it's way low on mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll see. I did like the symbolism, though. Even though, because I don't want to feel like I'm totally poo pooing Captain Marvel. I did like the symbolism of the literal passing of the gauntlet mm-hmm. from it's from the old Avengers old the yeah. original Avengers I should say yeah. to the new crop where you pass the gauntlet from Hawkeye to Black Panther yeah. to Spider-Man to then finally Captain Marvel to get to Thanos right mm-hmm. And then it goes back to Tony Stark one more time mm-hmm. to close the circle. I think that's thematically brilliant the way Absolutely. that they did that. Yeah. 
Uh, I loved everything about that. And I loved it when Thanos headbutted Captain Marvel and she didn't move. Yeah, well, that, that was yes. cool. That was, good. So that was good. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a wonderful moment. And that, no, that but, overall is why I, one thing that I loved about this movie more than anything else is that it resisted the temptation to to point to the next thing. It resisted the temptation yes. to plug the next movie or to say, kind of kind of show us, oh, here's where we're going next. I have no idea where we're going next. And there was no end credit scene. There was no tease. I think that was brilliant and bold because we're so used to teasing, teasing of the next thing. Give a strong ending to, yeah. obviously we know there's more movies, but it actually ended this it whole ended saga. This, this and I think saga, it was really brave and, and it worked really well. Yeah. No, I feel like they did do an in-credit sequence. They just included it in the movie. Like, it was Tony Stark's (laughs) funeral. funeral. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the reason why I went back and watched Iron Man 3 is because I was super confused um, until somebody pointed it out to me, was that at the end, there's that shot on the pier where we're seeing all the people Mm -hmm. at at Tony's funeral, and there's some random teenager. (laughs) Yeah. There. Yes. That was good. Like a kid from Iron Man 3. Yeah, Yeah, it was a kid from Iron Man 3. I liked it. no, it was great, but I didn't know who it was. Did you guys know who that was? Yeah, no. yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, please, you didn't know. Don't. <laughs> I, I actually like I Iron Man three. A, so I love Iron Man three, and I just did shame a on you for loving oh, Iron Man. That movie, I great. rewatched it. It's still as awful. It's still, as oh, it's still no good. It is super bad. Good. It's a it's bad better than film. Iron Man two. <laughs> the editing in that movie is so crazy. It just, I blows yeah. my mind. It blows so my before, mind. Before we wrap up, we I, let's let's go ahead and, and break down the, the Tony Stark death and then the Captain America yes. thing that yeah. happens yes. at the end. I loved, I, I, oh, I am Iron Man. I'm Cal. Iron Man. Oh, oh, man. So great. Yep. And, but then beyond that, the, the, the gut punch of the three re- characters' reactions right in a row when you know that he's dying. Yep. Yeah. Peter Parker just rips your heart out because you had this beautiful moment earlier in the battle yeah. when the when they first reunite because Tony and let me just go ahead and say this I'm not I'm trying not to be too hyperbolic I think Robert Downey Jr.'s performance is award worthy in it this is. film mm-hmm. yep. he carries the emotional weight of the entire movie and he's yep. phenomenally good I and agree. you see that he's devastated at the loss of Peter. And when they meet, and Peter's so excited about, it's, it's only been like five minutes, and Captain Strange is doing this little portal thing, and you can just see this yeah. emotion, and he reaches out and he has to hug him. It was just so beautiful then yeah. at the very end to have him come back and have to face his mentor mm-hmm. dying right in front of him. And he keeps saying, we won, we won. Mm-hmm. And then Pepper Potts comes up and just says, we're going to be okay and falls on, oh, oh man oh my god it was so, so good it was so so beautiful and as loud as the sound was in my theater I, you could hear yeah. dozens mm-hmm. of people crying yeah. grown men just growing, crying. i mean yes. everywhere yes absolutely everywhere I, I definitely teared up at that that moment like because it honestly he dies in the best most honorable best way. way possible yeah. Like him saying, you know what I mean? I am Iron Man. Bam! Saving everyone, knowing at that moment he's sacrificing himself, and then having the being able to yeah. have the moments afterwards to say goodbye. Yeah, uh, what a great the look of Doctor Strange to hold up the one. Oh, There's only so one good. way this works. Oh my gosh! At that this... moment, you know it's going to happen. It's, it's just, yeah. Ugh. 
And it was so no, desperately that, needed. I mean, uh, we talked yeah. about this in our review of Infinity War. It, it it had to be this way. It's no surprise. I don't think it's a surprise to a lot of people that, no. that Iron Man died, but it was just done so well, mm-hmm. and it really capped off his story exactly how it needed to happen. It was fantastic. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that moment when Thanos got the gauntlet back on mm-hmm. and snapped his finger, and nothing happened, yeah. and he yes. snaps it again. And then he looks at the back oh. and the reveal that all the stones were missing. That was wonderful. And then cut directly to Iron Man just holding up the gauntlet mm. that he already... <laughs> oh, it's man. the best, dude. I it's am such best. a nerd. It I all am such started, a nerd. It all started with Iron Man. I mean, yes. 10 years it, ago, John Favreau makes a great movie that came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And so to wrap it up 10 years later, it was just the perfect way to end it. Although when it goes to the funeral scene, Tyler, you mentioned it earlier, the maybe the most emotional that I got, and again, as a dad who has a child that's about yeah. the same age as Morgan, mm. was the Favreau or Happy scene where they talk about the cheeseburger. Yeah. <sighs> because you had this thing where, you know, Iron Man, in Iron Man 1, mm-hmm. the first thing he says when he gets rescued is, I want a cheeseburger. Yep. Yep. And then he gives his press conference and he's eating mm. a cheeseburger. And for him to sit there with his arm around his daughter, who he's taking care of Tony his whole life, and then she says, I want a cheeseburger, and to hear him get choked up, mm-hmm. man, that was it for me. Oh, yeah. I was just... So personal. And it was beautiful, because you don't need that scene. Right. right. You really don't need it. And the fact, the, re- the fact that they put that in there anyway was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Yeah. I Very love nice. how they gave how Tony Stark had the child the five years later, because he truly did have the yes. most to lose to mm-hmm. do the whole time jump because, you know, they talked about how they got lucky and uh, it was just yeah. just so many emotions. Yeah. It was this so movie good. really t- takes its time. I mean, it's like yeah. it's three hours long and you do feel it. I mean, you feel the length of the movie, but I never felt it uh, ever. OK, I did. In fact, um, in fact, I was afraid like when the when the final battle started, that was I looked at my I looked at my watch just because I was like. Oh no, we oh we're almost done. It's, and then it was an hour left. I was like, "Yes, we have an hour of this. It's going to be great." And it was so awesome. Or forty five minutes or whatever. And it was it was. But exactly like Chad said, you you have these scenes that you don't you don't necessarily need. You don't. It doesn't contribute to the plot. They only contribute to the emotion and yeah. the character. And yes. um, and they really take their time in a way that Marvel movies do not do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think it was really specifically awesome. Infinity War. <laughs> that's true yep. it's true so much well, of this film I, was just about family i feel like that was yeah. just the, yes. the underlying theme between mothers and sons and even um scott lang and cassie i cried on yeah. that like that oh yeah so many brilliant beautiful moments between parents and kids and just family i feel like too if you don't have kid like as parents i think you would emotionally connect more in the movie than if you didn't have kids. Yeah. I mean, think about that. The the Lang character, his daughter, he hasn't seen her for five years. Mm-hmm. She's grown up. And on from her perspective, she thought her dad was dead for five years. Right. And yeah. you get that reunion on the thing. But, uh, and then, again, the father and daughter thing, when he signed off and said, I love you 3,000, oh, oh yeah. come on, yep. man. Come on. Yeah. That's great screenwriting mm-hmm. right there, it people. Is. That is great. That set up for that whole thing three hours earlier. Yep. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. Yeah, perfect. And as a matter of fact, it's absolutely perfect. Yep. You're right. So You're right. we get that ending with Iron Man, and we also get a very different sort of ending with Captain America. Uh, as after the funeral, I believe it's after the funeral, uh, yeah. they're, yes. they're yeah. all, uh, they still need to kind of, wait, what are they trying to do? I forget. Return the stones. You gotta return, return the stones. stones. You got to set everything back the way it was. That's right. So uh, they're getting ready to do this. They send Captain America back, and he doesn't 
uh, come back. They expect him to be back right away um, in the time machine, and he doesn't come back. And then he's Beautiful. over there sitting on the bench with one uh, with one twist. He is very old. Uh, so yes. how did you guys react? I I loved it and hated it. I, yeah. Well, I mean, of course. But I, I from from a a logic wise, this makes no sense. Yes, agree. But from a thematic wise, it is. Beautiful, perfect, wonderful. Yes. I'm because, like, more I s- negative than that. But go ahead, I'll tell you why. After well, the reason is, is because the, the we get the flashback mm-hmm. in which we get to see him fulfill the promise that he makes at the end of the first Avenger, yeah. which uh, Captain America, which is you know, save me that last dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the- he finally gets he gets to do that. And uh, whatever you might say, I think giving him the ability to have the life he always wanted. Why wouldn't he take that? Mm-hmm. And I think that was because that was he's Captain America. Exactly, he's That's, done everything the only he's supposed problem to. Though. That I have with the movie it's it's it, oh, it's, it's, it's barely no. a problem. It's not an emotional one. It, Don't take that away from him. Exactly he, come on, he bro, deserves dude. it. Thank he does. you. He yes. Does okay. Deserve, oh, so, of course but, he deserves but it. this is not my actual problem with it. I'm a, I'll get to my actual problem. But so what we're saying though is that when he jumped back in time, yes, he made the decision to not participate in any other kind of things that's that would be problem. happening in the world, just so he mm-hmm. could have the love of his he life. Gets to watch Hydra fine. Take over again. That's fine. Yep. After he just proved he was worthy to hold yep. the hammer, but whatever, uh-huh. I can let all that go. He knows the my end. Biggest, <laughs> he knows it's fine. <laughs> well, my my that's true. My biggest problem with this is I think this was a, a really stupid missed opportunity and I I'm 100% on board with Falcon becoming the next Captain America. 100%. I am not 100% on board with him absolutely letting Bucky, who by the way, Steve Rogers shoulder. Went to civil war with the Avengers yes. over his friend. And so the idea that Bucky would not have that conversation with his now Agreed. old friend yeah. on that bench mm-hmm. is completely ludicrous Agreed. and a what? missed opportunity. And Bucky, well, Bucky should have been the one having that conversation. Yes. And then Steve Rogers could have walked over to Falcon and then handed him the shield and they still could have done all that anyway. Well, and even straight out of the comics, Bucky actually, Bucky's Captain America. Uh, Captain America dies at one point in the comics and Bucky becomes Captain America. Sure. So does Falcon. Listen, right, hang on. Hang on. I, I don't care about him making Bucky Captain America. Captain America. I don't care about that. I it's the it. fact that this we have an established theme over the of the over the Captain America movies of this bond between Steve Rogers and Bucky, yeah. and the idea that after going back in time and then skipping, he wouldn't have that conversation on the bench with Bucky, and they have their emotional payoff is crazy. No, it's but crazy. see, here, 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 I I understand what you're saying. However, there is a knowing glance that feels like. He is a that Bucky has been aware of old Captain America the entire time. Yeah, he um, was not surprised. Th- by there's that. a knowing glance of of him being like, "Go ahead, Falcon." Um, Captain and America. how would that happen since Bucky has been go- been there for literally five seconds since it's he left? Crazy. No, 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 no. Like, Captain like America's been there. With him, right? and like the Captain new- America's been there for, for 50 years, dude. Captain America has, but in that timeline, Bucky's been there for five seconds, so he would no. not know. Five seconds. What are you talking about? He came back. When did he come back? Three, four, five years ago. When was that? Yeah. When did they find him again? After so after um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. So you're saying though in the intermediary, like he, but the, my, which I I, I like. I'm saying that. old Captain America, like at the end of Winter Soldier, Captain America walks up and says, "Hi, Bucky. How's it going?" And 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 Cap- and, and Winter Soldier has been aware of old Captain America's existence for years. 
I'm yeah, just saying not, we're we're getting we're getting maybe. a show with with Falcon and uh, Bucky. Like yeah. this is a this is a team up. That's totally fine. Which this I'm is not about, about is this is I'm not about who about. he gave it to. It's about at the end when we just had this the pathos of I, Tony Stark's death. You have yeah, to give us that. I with agree. Bucky. I agree. You have to. I don't know. I don't know. Otherwise, because this is the only time that it felt to me outside of the the stuff with Captain Marvel that they were really just setting up something else instead feel, of just letting it feel organically emotional. Didn't you feel like though that Bucky was aware of what was happening? Like that's what the felt that's what I felt like. He literally he gave a knowing glance. The moment they said uh the moment they yeah. said he's he's not back yet. He ha- you're right. He did have a smile on his face and he like turned around and and yeah. immediately hmm. you know, walked over there. I, I I'm telling I you I don't think it it I am with Chad actually. I, I see that they did that, but I'm also like, oh, that didn't work for me. It, it just mm. so I, it's not like they they did it. They didn't they didn't forecast it right or whatever. It's just it didn't work for me. Yeah, it was the only thing. And again, I I have been saying I love this movie up and down, backwards and forwards. Is the only thing I didn't like about this well, movie was Falcon is Captain America, and I knew that they were going to have Which to do that. I, yeah. sure. and that's yeah, great. That's, that's, that's not good. what this is yeah. about. That's yeah. fine. No, I'm just saying, like in the comics, he's been oh, Captain America for a while. I didn't know that. Yeah, I stopped. I I only know old Marvel. I know DC more, but yeah, it's yeah. That's, yeah. I didn't know that. Interesting. So those, I was just bummed because I thought that would pay off better than yeah, it did for yeah. me. And that's that's my only thing. Yeah, it's not it's not the decision. I, it was my decision. I'm like, oh, it's got grounding in the comics. I'm fine. But I I agree. I think it just didn't pay off emotionally the way it should have. It, it paid off in some ways very emotionally, and in others, not so much. Sidebar, so, old uh, Steve Rogers looks like Joe Biden. I don't know if y'all thought that. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, th- yeah. That was some of the best Accurate. old age it makeup really I have ever seen. That yeah, looks great. so legit. Really I was great. shocked. Yep. It was, it was great. It really In fact, was at good. first I wondered, did they cast somebody else and like right. digitally like meld their yeah. face or something with, with his? But no, it's, it's In great. that case, Steve Rogers grabbed his own butt. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. She set it up. She teed it up for me. <laughs> I did love the. I actually think I think of all the things that the filmmakers did, the most courageous filmmaking decision that they made was ending on them dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. I really do. It's I good. think it's thematically appropriate and it's beautiful that he finally got his dance, but. Mm-hmm. You, normally you would expect this a film like this to end with something that would make everybody cheer or yeah. something right. and it's dead silence when yeah. the credits roll again they they really let the quietness of this film mm-hmm. stand out it was very impressive yep. and just that last uh, talking about the sound the last moment where everybody is you know sitting in the theater um you know waiting to see is there is there a post credit scene and and um, and all it is is that hammering that we hear, which which I think it goes back to to Iron Man. Other people mm. think that it's foreshadowing Wolverine or whatever. I, I don't think they're no, foreshadowing. No, I think no, think so. I think right. it's the I think it's from the first the creation Agreed. of the suit from yeah, Iron Man One. It is, yeah, absolutely. It is. And it was perfect. Bring us right back. So those were the two big emotional endings, right? But of course, some of our other characters have have endings, like we already kind of talked about. Thor, still Fat Thor. Uh, joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. So yes. presumably, oh, it's so perfect. Presumably that is maybe one of the greatest exchanges yes. in the yeah. MCU history <laughs> when they're talking about who's in charge of that shit. That was great. It was great. So and, and it was a part of that was my favorite moment from Infinity War. Actually, when they when they pick him <laughs> up and they're talking about he's like a what was it? He's a like space a angel? Head of angel? An angel? An angel? <laughs> <A pirate. laughs> 
so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so great. And now he's big and like fat and like the opposite of what he used to be yep. is so good. Like he's like exactly where Chris Pratt was. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you awesome. Guardians of the Galaxy Three is going to have a. Uh, a getting in shape montage of, Listen, of him. The fact that James Gunn montage. is back and yes. that Thor is going to be with them. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to make who knows how amazing. much money. So good. So it, good. I mean, it better be, it better not even be that. What, what is the uh, the name of uh, where they're as from? The, of the as, it better be the, the Asgardians, Asgardians of the Galaxy. Of the Galaxy. That's like 100% it better, it, that better be the title. Like, it should be Guardians of the Galaxy, but with it, like, X'd out. This as is where Guardians. Daniel tells us he tweeted this three I years ago. I tweeted this four years ago, actually, I'll have you know. Thank you, Chad. Oh, I'm so sorry. Never mind. Oh, what am I saying? Seriously, this? that's, Asgardians of the Galaxy is actually, that's a comic Yes, uh, title. it is. Too. But it that's, doesn't. That's oh, you just really burst my bubble a lot. Sorry. Oh man. No, it is. But I think I <laughs> think it, it fits better. So you might be need to sue hey, somebody for some rights. There you go. Yeah. Where's my money? For for one oh, word. Boy. Oh boy. All right. So uh, <laughs> what else? We kind of covered uh, covered the the gamut here. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about with Endgame? I know there's so many so many things, so many rabbit trails we can go down. Chris, just uh, very randomly, this was, uh, you'll like this, you'll be the only one of us, I think, who appreciates this. Um, the screenwriter said that this was inspired by the finale of Next Generation's All Good Things. Yeah, the, no, it, I totally see that. Loved yeah, it. this is this is like all of the kind of movie time travel tropes that I enjoy. Like yep. Back to the Future, All Good Things, um, even like, you know, just, just think properties that you've been used to, that you want to revisit. What a great way of swan song for yeah. these characters to be able to revisit them in those moments, um, and see where they've been and where they are now. It was, yep. it was, it was, it was brilliant. It was really well done. Yep. It doesn't change the fact that there are a lot of, not a lot. There are a handful of movies that are not good in this universe. And most of them are just kind of, eh, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine. And then there's a handful that are really great, but this is a unique film that retroactively makes you reconsider the films that have come before it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Tyler said with the Dark World, which is crazy talk. But in e- in either case, yeah, what a, what a treat. Yeah. I, I don't know that we'll ever be able to get this kind of thing again because now that it's happened once, trying to replicate it will become more difficult. But yeah. wow, what yeah. what an amazing Think about run. how many cinematic universes have tried to to get started. Um, since the Marvel Cinematic Universe and failed. DC failed. The Dark Universe. You remember the Dark <laughs> Universe? It failed <laughs> miserably. Just one movie. Uh, even yeah. t- things like Transformers and Fast and Furious have tried to do their own universe. And maybe Fast and Furious might succeed we this year. We'll see. We haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw together right? in a single movie yet. That is Fast and the Furious' Avengers. So I, I have a confession to make because I, you know, I don't watch trailers, but if it's a movie I don't care about or if it's something, if it's the first trailer I'll watch – so I, I saw the I Hobbs and it. Shaw trailer before Avengers, and wow, that movie looks terrible. Yes, but so yes, good. I think I, I'm going to go see it because yes. I'm, I'm kind of – that scene where they're side by side and they're <laughs> fighting like the two different rooms, and it, I'm in. I'm in Listen, on that. On, yeah, he slams the head, the head against Again, the, the door. Access Listen. denied. Access denied. I've, <laughs> so, I've got to go see that movie. So, so I'm in this room, this theater of people excited to see Infinity War, right? And – 
that that trailer ends and i have not heard a collective groan that <laughs> loud in so long but it was hilarious because I, I think everybody was like they, they almost like i'm too good to watch this movie but i have a feeling all of those people are going to be in the theater to see that movie <laughs> yeah they are i inexplicably i still cannot defend this i inexplicably love the fast and the furious movies. oh i do too man no, I'm with you. like this is they're this great. is geek card check right here chris they're great and, they're and great we need to we need to go yeah, back you and need to take that love. drivel to your your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Where we're in charge. Yes. Right. Exactly. Feel free this. to talk about that all you want to over there. <laughs> Although I, nobody can defend Tokyo Drift. Uh, Chris, this. I gave you a great opportunity for your British character right there, and you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm ha- too happy with this review. I'm sorry. I, I can't I can't even do it. Well, guys, uh, we came close, but we did not surpass the running time of <laughs> Avengers Endgame. We're clocking Although in many of the just shy of two hours. Uh, still pretty respectable uh, t- uh, run yeah. here, dissecting this film. Like I said at the top, we want to know what you thought of the movie. We know you've all seen it, so chime in with us. Let us know what you think. We really want to hear it. Uh, as always, make sure you follow us on social media. Follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast. You can find us on Facebook by searching the Screeners Podcast. You can also send us an email at ScreenersCast at gmail.com. Join us next week when we'll be reviewing the Netflix film Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. We'll see you then. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.